Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From the Crypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, biggest NFT sale ever. Tesla gets some blowback from buying Bitcoin. And I wrap out with my good friend, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator, I mean, the market's crazy right now, so we got to talk about it. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021, and nobody wants to hear me babble this morning. They want to hear about the crypto prices. So let's get straight into it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 1040 Eastern Standard Time. There's a lot of volatility in the market right now, so the price could change when you hear this, but this is the price at 1040. Bitcoin is in at $46,991.89, up 7.4% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,744, up 2.5% from yesterday. Ethereum also hit $1,800 earlier. Litecoin, $168.63, up 5% from yesterday. Chainlink 2539 up 1.2% from yesterday and XRP 45.5 cents up 1.6% from yesterday. We have some notable gains. Binance Coin BNB is up over $100 sitting at $105 right now. Absolutely insane up 109% over this week. Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency we're sitting at $1.37 trillion. That's with a T up 5.6% with a BTC dominance of 63.2 cents, top 10, we have Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, Cardano, Polkadot at number 5, XRP, BNB at number 7, Litecoin, Chainlink, and then Doge, sitting there with a $9.3 billion market cap at number 10. And I don't want to stop this conversation about price, so I invited my good friend, Paul McNeil, the crypto curator, to come on and keep talking about the price, the news, the daily occurrences of new companies, maybe buying some Bitcoin. But remember, as always, when I am having these conversations with people, this is just us going back and forth. It's banter. It's op-ed. This is not financial advice. We're not giving any advice on the market or actual factual data or technical analysis of how the price is going to go. We're just talking. So please, this is not financial advice. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on again. 100%. Look, I was just sitting at my house right now and I was like, man, I want to talk to someone about the crypto prices. It's just me sitting in my house, looking at my portfolio, refreshing Blackfolio every second <laughs> to see what's going on. And I was like, I need to talk with somebody. Paul, what are you making of this market right now? Well, you know, someone sent out a tweet the other day and they were talking about this market and they were saying something about like, you know, they were shocked or something. And I'm like, you know, for people that have been in this space, we really shouldn't be shocked or surprised, right? Because we keep hearing the predictions coming from Citibank, 318,000. You know, we're here coming from Willie Wu saying it's going to be 222,000. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, what are we shocked about? Now, again, I know what they're saying. It's unbelievable when it happens. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> It's like we shouldn't be shocked, but we have also seen these gains. Look, this follows the pattern of, like I said, other bull runs. I mean, we've we've not even cracked the bull yet. This is doubling our past all time high, which we know that it can 20x the past all time high. What do you, what do you think stage of the market we're in right now? 
You know, I think we are getting closer to not definitely not euphoric or not definitely blow off top. I think, and this is hard to say, but I think we're still at that bottom portion. I forget the actual name of the little bell curve type mm-hmm. deal that we're at. I was thinking, think, thinking we're down at the bottom because I read an article this morning that said, okay, 50,000 is coming soon, probably within the next day or so. There was someone that said 70,000, then they said 75,000 somewhat soon, right? That 100,000 that we've all been hearing, that's that's going to be reality within the next three to four months. Okay, so then you're looking easily ending the year at 318, like Citibank said. So if we actually do that, I don't know. It, it definitely changes the game. It definitely changes the game. I feel that there is going to be a huge ceiling on that 100K. It's going to be like, look, 50 is going to be a hard one to break. I, I can't see us just going straight and shooting over 50. I think we're going to bounce off it a couple of times. And 100 is the same. We're going to, it's just a psychological thing. Like 100K, it took us forever to bounce, uh, to get up over. No, we didn't. Actually, we blew right through 10,000, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. People are thinking 50 is going to be hard. I don't think 50 is going to be hard at all. And I'll tell you why. If the news that they're talking about now comes true, and that is Oracle, because Ellison mm-hmm. sits on Tesla's board, mm-hmm. if they come out and say they're at 1.5 bill, right, this is going to push it well through 50, and it's not going to even be a sneeze. So. What, do you think, what do you think of this Apple rumor that they, they might get into it, too? I can see that happening. Now, again, that was on Zero Hedge and how true he is, you know, Durden. I don't know how true and what what insights he have, but I do believe that Apple's coming too because you can't sit and let Tesla get off zero at 1.5, let MicroStrategy get off zero at 1.3. Okay, they're going to have to one-up them. They can come in at two bill, probably. <laughs> you know, te- you know, Apple is always late to the game with everything. I mean, even while this charging to like being able to customize your home screen, Oh, yeah, people who use Android just go, bro, that's 10 years ago. Like we've been doing this forever. And now Apple's going to come in. I can see Apple staying out until the next poll. Uh, I don't think they're going to have the option to stay out that long. I, I think they're they're going to have to respond. And here's the reason why. It has nothing to do with Elon or Tesla or MicroStrategy. It all has to do with the fact that where are you going to put dollars? Their dollars are eroding. The trillions that they have is eroding by the day. We've got another 1.9 trillion getting ready to get printed. So they know this. So they're like, we've got to preserve our money and they're going to look for a way to do it. The slippery slope argument, just because I want to just hear somebody else's opinion about this. Mm-hmm. If you have Oracle come in, if you do see Apple come in, if you see these other big companies come in and put that $1 billion into it, what does that do for the overall market? Yes, we know number go up, but what does that do for Bitcoin? What does it do for the narrative? What does it do for the ethos? What does it make Bitcoin? What does Bitcoin become? Because it's not peer-to-peer electronic cash. No, no, it's not. But, but again, here's where I think people are not grasping the full maturity of Bitcoin. See, when Bitcoin first started with cypherpunks and everybody's playing around with it and okay, buy some pizzas, okay, do some drugs. Okay. But what (laughs) that was doing was testing the technology and it proved it worked. Hacks, civil war comes in, right? Sec to it. Okay. It worked. All of a sudden, now we're getting the store value narrative. It's working. And then all of a sudden, like I think it was Anthony Pompliano said, you're going to watch. Someone's going to start making a fun thing. And, oh, buy a hot dog for some Shitoshis. Oh, buy a Coke for some Shitoshis. Buy fries for some Katoshis. Before you know it, everything's going to start being denominated in Shitoshis. It works. We just got to give it time. And we want to stop the clock now and say, oh, can this thing be a medium of exchange? Can It can be. It's just going to take a lot of time. It might take 
more time than we're alive, but it's going to make it. Anything else you're looking at, man? Like, I, look, everything's green right now. You know, not many people have done wrong unless you're holding some shit coin from 2017, which there's plenty of those down there. Is there anything that you're looking at right now going, man, I didn't see that was going to be popping off like it, like, like I, I thought it would? Or is there anything that's popping off that you think that was underrated for so long that's finally seeing it, it's, its time in the sunlight? Yeah, just look at that top 10, buddy. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Who would have thought you'd see Cardano as the number three asset, right? Because okay. Tether doesn't count. But you got Cardano, you've got Polkadot, you've got Binance coin at 104. Mm, <laughs> this mm. is insane, right? You got Chainlink. So you, yeah, anything in the top 10 is blowing me away right now because none of that I saw actually happening and being there. And that being said, Tether FUD is going away by the day. They just paid back a $550 million loan back to the company to cover mm-hmm. this hack that happened. Okay, so all of a sudden, now Tether's legit. Stable coins are legit. Everything's legit. Yeah. Paul McNeil, crypto curator. Thanks for coming out and wrapping out with me, like always. Hey, man. Always. Love it. And another news. Nine rare plots of digital land on blockchain game Axie Infinity were sold in what now is the most expensive NFT sale ever. How much money are we talking? Well, it's $1.5 million. The buyer said it will fit with their wider thesis on how to maximize profits playing the game. The NFT market has grown significantly in 2020 after years of being sidelined. And as we said on the show many, many times, check out NFTs. If you don't know, now you know. As we all know by now, because of an SEC filing, Tesla made a $1.5 billion investment into Bitcoin. That makes some people unhappy and a little nervous, like Gary Black, a former Goldman Sachs executive who said on Twitter that he's exited his Tesla positions. He said that Tesla buying Bitcoin is too risky for its shareholders. I am not too sure how many people feel that way, but I can tell you that Chamath Palapatia probably doesn't feel that way. Kathy Wood of ARK Investments probably doesn't feel that way. And they are very long and very bullish on Tesla, as well as being called maybe the next Warren Buffett's. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez has been embracing all things crypto over the past few weeks, and he moves to make Miami the go-to hub for all tech and crypto startups. And now he wants to bring Bitcoin to the balance sheet of Miami this week, and he's pushing hard. So, not only do we have Tesla and other companies, the rumored Oracle, to come to hodling Bitcoin, now cities are also diversifying into Bitcoin. Let's see if he can get it done. If he does, that's bullish. And finally... The repercussions of Tesla's Bitcoin purchase goes further than most people think. Both JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs are now indirectly exposed to the flagship cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, wherever you are. Like it, subscribe to it, share it, and leave me a comment. It helps me stay visible and also helps me know how we're doing. Hope you enjoyed the show. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling.